And at Karova said, great interview with Shano. Really glad that Queen of Haiku has such a nice husband. Yeah, Sean is great. We all feel that way too. Yep. This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 87, the Diablo E3 show. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Patreon. Support the Shattered Soulstone. With your support, you can help grow the show. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash Soulstone. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Nevik. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Antonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Frasia. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? It's like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawnforge pouch, this is episode 87 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Wednesday. Yeah, it's a little later than usual. Um, June 17th, and I am your host, Nevik, and I'm joined by one of my co-joeys. Uh, we keep playing musical chairs, I guess. How are you, Brasia? It's great to have you back. Oh, thanks. I'm sitting in the East Coast chair tonight for you. And... Uh... <laughs> You know what? I was just thinking, I was like, okay, you know what I got to tell you? I'm starting off drinking. Oh, wait a minute. That's probably <laughs> a bad indication of the weeks that we've been having. So, yeah, I've been traveling a lot, doing lots of crazy training stuff. Um, now I'm back home, and this week was, has been even crazier with training stuff. We're ro- rolling out all these new trainings at work, and some of them could be better. <laughs> I'll put it that way. <laughs> so it's kind of like when I'm done with the training... Here goes question and answer that need to be done afterwards, and then crisis mode as well. Oh, so, of course. Yeah, of course. So I'm here. I'm happy because I started playing, and I wrote my notes and said I was at Paragon 138. I'm now 141. Yeah. Sweet. So. Yeah, actually, you know what? I forgot to write down what my Paragon level is. I think I got up to 482, maybe. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a busy week for me. I have been, uh, well, how, how do I phrase this? Well, I, I was busy s- setting up everything for Patreon, and mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot more art than usual, which is good. It's a great feeling. I, it's always fun when uh, your creative juices are flowing, and you're working on something, and you're like, yeah, this is great. Then, uh, yeah, then, then you get an opportunity to actually sit down and play a game, and you're like, hmm... What do I play? I have so many options. <laughs> and then you just sit there and you're like, well, in the meantime, maybe I'll just open up Twitch. And then you'll be like, oh, an hour goes by and you're like, oh, I haven't played anything. But now it's now it's 1 a.m. Oops. Maybe I should go to bed. <laughs> ben, I know exactly what you're talking about because I'd been gone. Came back. I was here for like, I don't know, 36 hours before I flew back out to Texas. So oh I went goodness. from here to Arizona, back to here, down down to Texas, and 
like so my sleep cycle was all off i don't think i slept more than four or five hours a day just because i could not get to sleep right mm-hmm. and when i came home this time it's like i'm still trying to adjust i think i'm finally getting back there though but still i'm like i sit down to go play after everything and realize oh it's already like eight forty-five, nine o'clock and so i sit here and start playing I'm like i'm not going to jump on to diablo when I'm tired, if I'm playing hardcore, I know that lesson. It's not going to happen yep. this time, at least not this season. I've already died enough <laughs> on my own. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'll go and do, you know, a few things here and there. And then my son was like, oh, dad, there's a lot of cool games on Steam. I'm like, Steam? I'm like, oh, I haven't looked at that in a while. Oh, my And it's like goodness. the Steam sale. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yep. So, yeah, I threw money at them. <laughs> I, let's see, what what have I bought? I bought, um, I bought Rock of Ages. <laughs> which is such an absurd game it's i kind of wish the well I, I guess i'll talk about that later but yeah yeah we I, can talk about that the uh, yeah. what else have we been <laughs> playing i also bought uh the legend of Korra game by platinum games mm-hmm. haven't played that yet but so far that's oh and i bought dishonored oh of course that game i was like i was surprised how good like i really had not played that but i'm, I'm very mm-hmm. happy to see how good that is yeah so oh god the steam sale ah, right right we'll talk know. about that a little later we're gonna come back yeah. and do diablo right now so yes. I, I did jump in um do you want to tell well, me what well you be, did? before before you oh. jump into what you've been up to okay jen is as expected or as usual she's uh, a little incapacitated by her allergy medication so she won't be joining us tonight and i have no idea where lantonio is so um, he must be yeah, slaying just, demons. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe he lost his phone again because I sent him a text and he didn't respond. So who knows? Uh, hopefully he learned his lesson from last time. But uh... <laughs> We'll find out. Random Twitter, you know, then you know that Antonio lost his phone. Yeah. So what have you been up to in the brief amount of time that you have had? <laughs> well, thanks for asking. Um I've been playing uh, still my season two wi- hardcore witch doctor, and I n- failed to mention what this latest witch doctor's name was. So at the time, it was Anaheim Ducks against the Chicago Blackhawks, and I kept saying beforehand, whoever wins this series is going to win the Stanley Cup. I'm sorry, I just thought that those were the two best teams left, and mm-hmm. it turned out that way. Chicago did. So yep. my son just jokes about things, uh, some some sort of reference to Team Fortress Two where a guy yelled bonus duck so i called <laughs> my witch doctor i couldn't think of anything else called it bonus duck so bonus duck has been my longest living witch doctor this um season so yay <laughs> still <laughs> yay playing for bonus duck exactly yay for bonus duck so um with that character everything i have is revolving right now because of what was left over with extra poison damage so i've got almost like mm-hmm. plus 70 percent poison damage and so all my damage is like revolving around that with um, Locust Swarm because I also have bonus to Locust Swarm damage. So, I mean, I'm having a good time just kind of rushing through and just destroying things. Plus, at that, by doing that, I also was able to keep my my defense power up. So now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like at about 11 or 12 million, where the, my previous two characters were only about 8 million. And that's a huge difference for me in being able to survive. So right now I'm like running through T3, no problem. Been doing that really comfortably for my, um, what do you call it, for my bonus, uh, bounties. And then 
going into like, but I have, I've been in a drought, like the last three or four times I've logged on, I've gotten like one or two legendaries. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know I'm only playing like an hour, maybe an hour and a half at a time, but still that seems like not a lot of legendaries. And I've also been doing the greater rifts and then just doing regular rifts to get more keys. And then last night I was just kind of playing around in Reclaw. Says, hey, you know, you want to jump in? He's he, he like, I'm just running things, so I'll just run with you. I'm like, okay. He's like, anything that drops is like a set piece, you can have it. I'm like, well, that's strange. Why do you want to do that? Because we were both running Witch Doctors. And uh-huh. he he told me about something he read on a forum, which was oh, the mm-hmm. no set challenge. And I hadn't heard about that until then because I hadn't been reading the forums recently. And, you know, he was like, I, I'm just using, you know, whatever legendary pieces that don't have sets. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You know, because of the fact that set pieces, you know, combined can make the character so much more powerful. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to see how far you can go pushing that. So he was just running around trying to get other pieces. And it was kind of fun. Oh, that's but cool. no set pieces ran last night. We actually had no legendary drop. Really? And we did. That sucks. Yeah, we did a regular rift. Um, we finished up a bounty in Act 1. Nothing. Wow. Well, you know what? Um, I think I know where your legendaries were because uh, yesterday when I was Uh-oh. running on my Demon Hunter, I had six or eight, I think it was eight legendaries drop uh, before I got to the Rift Guardian. I was like, what the heck is going on? This is crazy. What? And uh, then I killed the Rift Guardian proceeded to keep going through the Rift in... Zippo, zilch, nothing else dropped. <laughs> of course, they front-loaded that one on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you remember, it's kind of like, it's kind of karma, because I remember at the beginning of the season, like, I had that really great run with Kadala, where I get, like, six, you know, set pieces mm-hmm. in the first 500 shards, and you guys were like, oh, man, I wish I could, like, get a couple things and stuff like So I think, I don't know, maybe it's kind of balancing out in the end. Yeah. You're getting a little bit more. And I'm seeing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm having fun playing anyways. I don't care whether I see it all or not. Yeah. I know I'm not making that leaderboard at this point. Yeah, it's funny that I I think I've completely lost that leaderboard bug because I haven't checked. I don't don't even know where I stand. I don't even really care right now. Um, mm. Because, I mean, if we're only a little past halfway through the season, it's like you still have another two months to go, so... I mm-hmm. kind of don't want to care about the leaderboard until the end of the season, where it actually really matters. And, and do you think that's because the uh, season seems like it's longer this time? Is that four months too long? I think, I think it feels long. Like we we experienced this in season one mm-hmm. when there was just a complete drought of information, and when there's oh, yeah. when there's a drought of information, it just makes it feel even like. Uh, it just, it feels like you're in California and you're waiting for that damn rain to come or something. <laughs> and then the deluge comes and it floods and then everybody's underwater and they don't know where which way is up. And I don't know where I'm going with this metaphor, but who cares? But, um... We're all wet on that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Uh, I, I don't know, because... E3 happened this week, and um, that's mostly the reason why we're doing a Wednesday recording. I had very little faith that Blizzard was going to come out last night during the PC conference and mention anything about Diablo, but I kind of didn't want to record a show and then 
and then have them, you know, drop something on us. And I didn't want that to happen. I didn't think it would happen, and it did not happen as I anticipated. It was it was just all heroes. Well, actually, you know what? They did drop Diablo news on us. It just wasn't for Diablo 3. <laughs> no. <laughs> our, all of our Diablo news is in Heroes. <laughs> I know. It is, it is so strange. And uh, if you're not playing Heroes, it's free to play. I, I know some some of our listeners out there, like Corova, really can't give two S's about it. But, you know, that's fine. You know, it. if you're not into PvP, or even if you're not into PvP, like... Um, I, I kind of lost that competitive bug that I had in when I was in early in the alpha for Heroes. Yep. And so, like, I, I just go to Heroes to chill now. And although sometimes that's a little difficult when you get people who have absolutely no idea what they're doing, and you try to help them out, and they just, you know, they're brain dead. And uh, right. Oh, but yeah. So I have been playing a little bit of Diablo again. As in, Yay. as in last time, it's been in the past twenty-four hours. I would, I guess, I'm well over four billion gold now. <laughs> oh my god! And uh, it's like, come on, Blizzard, please. When can we just salvage vendor gear? It would help balance <laughs> out my my crafting materials. So, oh, it'd help out so much. But uh, I, I've been playing my Demon Hunter a little bit more, ma- mainly because uh, it's just like I. I don't have that urge right now to push with my monk so my monk is just kind of like farming and uh he's pretty much like i'm just farming up uh trial keys because uh i'm running around Mm -hmm. with boon of the hoarder and gold wrap and that's an avarice band so it's like i don't ever have to worry about my toughness with my monk in fact i could almost be completely doing something else except then i'd be dashing into a wall (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so, so that's why I'm well over 4 billion gold. But then today, or actually I think it was last night, I was uh, just doing some, like, my demon hunter, she's Torment 6 viable. I mean, her toughness, well, she's squishy. And, uh, oh my goodness, I now really, really hate Waller as a demon hunter. I mean, like, really hate waller because it's there's always something else associated with it like desecrator or frozen or poison <laughs> it's like come on right. and then um about arcane fortunately multi-shot goes through the through the waller but not all of the demon hunters attacks go through waller and it's oh it's so annoying but uh oh yeah i i think i'm up to four pieces of the unhallowed essence set now so I just need one more, one more, and then with my Ring of Royal Grandeur, I can run the six-piece on that. But I keep hearing about gnats, and I have the headpiece for gnats, and oh my goodness, speaking of headpieces, I have gambled well over mm, probably four to 5,000 shards. Now, I know that's not a whole lot in the grand scheme of things, but it still feels like a lot. And I was gambling headpieces because i was searching for that unhallowed essence head and of course and uh i would get lots of the marauders heads headpiece i'm like come on and then i'd get an ancient one and then i'd get another ancient marauders head and then a whole bunch of other headpieces like blind faith and uh the broken crown i got a leorx crown that rolled with 75 percent bonus 
to the gem, and I was like, well, I guess I might be able to make some use of that. But I was like, okay, <laughs> great. And, um, oh, actually, was that, was I on my, I'm trying to remember. I had a ancient crashing raindrop. And okay. um, if you listen to episode 53 of the West March workshop that I was a guest on, I thought that I had a 38, uh, 3,800% uh, crashing rain. And then I checked my inventory after that show, and it was only 3,400. I was like, oh, well, it's, oh. It's, like, oh, it's not that great. Well, I had another one drop, and it rolled with 3,917% damage. So I'm like, all right, sweet. But everything else on it wasn't that great. So um, I think it, I'm trying to remember what I rolled off of it. I think it was... Um, bolus damage or something like that and then it also had 11% life and like well low on the dexterity roll and the vitality roll and then it also had like a single resist so I'm like oh my goodness so I just tried to roll the best and I ended up with like 509 armor I'm like alright that's good enough whatever but uh <laughs> you need uh, I, in order to use that belt I have to go with the nat set and oh really yes because uh what crashing rain does is whenever you use rain of vengeance uh a beast will come out and deal that amount of damage and you don't use rain of vengeance really in an unhallowed essence set I, I, although i guess i could use it but the nat set is where rain of vengeance really shines right and so i was like okay well sometime in the future <laughs> i'll equip that now Mind you, I am using a really good witching hour <laughs> on my demon hunter, so it's like I kind of don't want to kill my demon hunter. But um, I had um, I'm using uh, using three legendary gems on my demon hunter. I'm using the oh my goodness, I'm trying to remember what it's called. The one of the new ones, the it's something blink ice blink, I think it is. Mm -hmm. And I had that at rank 25, and then I also had bane of the trapped at rank 25. This was like my third bane of the trapped, I think. Oh wow. And what was the third one? Oh, Zaya's, Zaya's Stone of Vengeance, all at rank 25. So I was like, all right, well, I want to level these up so that they're more, a little more effective. And it's like, well, technically I should do this on my, on my Demon Hunter, to be completely honest with my Demon Hunter. But I was like, but my monk is so much better. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I unequipped the jewelry off of my Demon Hunter, put it in my stash, and then hopped on my, on my monk and then uh, proceeded to do... I think it was about 10 um, greater rifts at uh, like 35, 36, and 37. And I think in a 30... Yeah, my I only had two 37 keys. So on my first one, I got near to the end of the rift. And then Veracity pro popped out. You know, the GOM, GOM clone. And mm -hmm. something caused me to proc. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, Fortunately, I still had about seven minutes left on the timer, so I was like, "All right, let me just uh, get to safety, and then uh, let that go, and let my uh, my near death experience fall off. That way, I don't accidentally right. kill my monk." But no, 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 no. So I leveled up those three gems that I, the aforementioned gems. I got them all up to rank thirty, and in doing so, I also got the achievement for getting six legendary gems up to rank thirty or higher. And I think uh, there's a couple of others. There's like uh, one for getting three gems to 40, which oddly enough, I still don't have. <laughs> and then there's like getting 
33 or 6 to 35 and so I have some work still to do but um, that's that's pretty much what I've been up to that's still pretty good yeah and I'm sitting at I think like I said earlier Paragon 482 okay it's amazing how much more experience you get running higher than Torment 6 it's uh yeah it's like night and day Oh, really? Yeah, because I could run Torment 6 Rifts. Now, of course, I can run them pretty, pretty darn fast as my monk. But um, just it, it's not as fast as running 35. So, yeah, if, if you're looking to, you know, grind those Paragon levels and you're capable, especially if you're doing it in softcore where you don't have to worry about losing your character. Although you do want to make sure that if you are speed running like these higher level greater Rifts, you want to make sure you're at least participating or you know contributing so yeah do do greater rifts if, if you want experience because nothing else compares i mean and it's kind of funny like thinking back on it um back uh in season one when i was finally able to get to torment six viability it was like oh my goodness the experience it just rolls in and right then you get up into you know the high 400s and and 500s and you're like oh it slows down and i still have yet to ex experience what it is that grind at higher than paragon 800 and no kidding that must be incredibly long yeah and it's like when i watch uh, quinn when he's streaming you know he his mm -hmm. season three monk is uh well his season three period is at Paragon eleven hundred something. I can't remember. I think it was at one thousand one forty. I think is what he was at. I'm like, oh my goodness, that is just absurd. Oh, it's crazy. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. So yeah, it's pretty busy for you. Yeah, like like I said, you know, E three's been a lot of. Um, I'm still a video game geek and. I always love watching E3. Like I've mm -hmm. I've been to E3 a couple times back in the past, and that oh man, it's it's something else. Um, I remember what was it maybe five six years ago when they decided that they they wanted to get rid of the glitz of E3 and then just do, yep. and not rent out the um, the LA Convention Center. And just hold all these separate little meetings, and oh my goodness, that was such a disaster. The industry is like, no, we we like the glitz. We like we like having these big, huge set pieces and blare music, and oh, it, it's it's crazy. Oh yeah, I do not envy the journalists there, you know, trying <laughs> to do their jobs. Because that's E three is crazy, absolutely crazy. There's so many games being shown off. It's, oh, just. And then you also have, you know, hardware companies like AMD and NVIDIA. So so many things to do and see. Oh, exactly. I mean, how did you like the fact that they had a, a PC gaming one this year? I think that the format could have been slightly different. Um, hmm. Day9 did a great job hosting. and uh, Yeah, I enjoyed that part. Jeff Kanata. Do you know who Jeff Kanata is? Yeah. I think he could have brought a little bit more energy, but uh, Day9 did a really, really good job. There were some genuine funny moments in that conference, but it was just, uh, there were so many, like, shooters. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. There there was, um, I mean, 
they brought on, uh, oh goodness, I can't remember her name, but the, uh, developer, she's doing, um, what is it, Beyond Eyes? Something. Oh, yeah, uh, it's kind of like the person blind yeah. going through. And yeah, oh, I forgot her name. That game looks but. gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. It does. And here we are, diverging from Diablo news. <laughs> well, there is none. Again. There's, there's no Diablo news. Well, the reason why I brought it up was because, I mean, to me, it was, I know, traditionally, Blizzard really doesn't have a huge presence here. Yeah, and they... At E3, yeah. and it was nice to see that this time. It was, and unfortunately, it wasn't for Diablo, but, I mean, what, what can you expect? No. So... Well, I mean, I, I think maybe we'll hear more about Diablo as we're getting closer to BlizzCon, but maybe even GamesCon this year. Com. Yeah, and you know, you know, it's actually not that far off, so that might explain why no. it's completely silent from the Diablo camp. So, right, and it kind of makes sense. I mean, if you're gonna go out there and you only have a couple minutes to talk, you're only gonna really talk about either something that's just hit, like Heroes, and the fact. I mean, our biggest Diablo news is the fact that they're having. Like a so-called expansion for a MOBA, yeah. which is really just the next couple months releasing bits and pieces of Diablo, you know, related characters and stuff into the game. Yep. So that sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, it's really interesting. Yeah, to to call the Eternal Conflict event in Heroes uh, an expansion, I think, I think they just use that term because it's a little more familiar to gamers as a whole. Because it's yeah. not an expansion in the traditional sense of an expansion. You don't have to buy into this in order to enjoy right. the content. Although I'm sure the butcher is not going to be, you know, out on the free rotation, you know, anytime mm. soon after he's uh, launched. Not next week, but the week after on June 30th. But uh, the battlegrounds yeah. of eternity, yeah, battlegrounds of eternity. That, that specific battleground. You don't have to buy it. You know, it's just going to be added to the rotation. And, uh, yeah, it just... it To call it an expansion makes people think that they have to spend more money on something. And... Well, I don't think... I mean, that's the way they kind of brought it out was... They found, found it hard to explain what the word would be for that. Mm -hmm. But I think that they did a good job of saying, these are new, con new content that's coming out over the next couple of months. You know, even though the genre doesn't generally have expansion... Right. I mean, it's more or less, okay, you know, hey, here's something brand new. We're putting, wrapping it up in one pretty package, and it's the Eternal Conflict. And, you know, it's really cool that they're doing it in a theme rather than, you know, some game, I mean, other mobers, I mean, I don't follow all of them, you know, all the way through, but, you know, they more or less are having, like, an individual character or a couple things here or there that might relate to each other, mm -hmm. but it's not like a theme going out. Right. And I think that's kind of, that's, that's Blizzard's take on it, which is interesting, and a little bit different. Yeah, that, I like that's it. the nice thing about um, with Heroes is just the fact that you know they're drawing upon the entire Blizzard well, so that they can do things like that. And exactly. And I'm sure when uh, the um, Legacy of the Void, they'll they'll do a StarCraft uh, mm -hmm. event and bring you know flesh out the StarCraft roster and Heroes, because honestly they they already have plenty of Warcraft heroes. So, I mean, but they might do some, di you know, like rotating rotations like that, which is good to see. Yeah, but uh, let let's talk about Audible. You can go to bit.ly/sspbook to get a free audiobook. When you do that, you will be signing up for a 30-day free trial, 
and that will give you access to the digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal, as well as be able to participate in any of their member-only offers. If you do continue your membership past that first 30 days, every month thereafter that you carry the membership, you'll receive a credit to use on over, I think it's um, on the instance, Scott Johnson said over 180,000 titles. So I might have to update our copy. Wow. So, uh, you know, just in the past, I must have updated the copy maybe about nine months ago. So in past nine months or so, they've added another 30,000 audio titles. So that's um that's a lot. <laughs> so I mean, I can pretty much guarantee that you will find virtually anything on there that you might want, except for a few things. You know, like Harry Potter. We know that they're not there. And if you're well, unfortunately for us as Diablo fans, there's only one option, which is the Order, which is an amazing audiobook. So if you mm-hmm. haven't listened to it, or even if you've read the book already. You can, I mean, it, and if you've never had an Audible subscription before, you can go to bit.ly slash book. Wow, let me trip over that. Um, and you can get it for, essentially for free, and listen to it, because it, it is an amazing uh, read. And I believe the narrator of the order is Scott Brick, if I remember correctly. And uh, just, it's great. So great. And it's something that you, you know, when... When you don't have anything else Diablo-ish to listen to, you know, when our three-hour show is over and, you know, West March <laughs> Workshop's two hours are over and then you occasionally, unfortunately, um, seems like Cool Story Bro is going to be on a brief hiatus, <laughs> at least for a week or two. <laughs> Somebody may have bricked their entire computer system. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and, of course, you know, Flux in the Diablo podcast over at DiabloII.net. Um, you, you can listen to, uh, you know, you can listen to the order. You, you can listen by chapter, you know, and mm-hmm. um, or if you were are still a driver like I used to be, you know, when you have those long stretches of road, it's great to listen to an audiobook. So go to bit.ly/sspbook to get your free audiobook today. So. Amazingly enough, you know, we go a couple extra days since our last recording, and our Twitter is flooded with stuff. Yeah, drown me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only. Well, I don't want. I don't want floods. What? I don't want. I thought you were gonna say if only I could, and I was gonna say you're gonna drown me. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't need to. You were buried in you know a ton of snow. <laughs> That's quite true. You know what is stupid? I heard on January 1st there was still a mound of snow in Boston. That's insane. Absolutely. I'm like, forget it. I'm done. <laughs> North East, you're, you're, you're out of my life. I have to live here, but you're out of my life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I, I was, I was going to tell you, you know, all you have to do is just move west, you know? Mm-hmm. And that made me think of um, what podcast was I listening to when they were talking about... Uh, Oh, I think it was what, Oregon Trail. It was Into the Nexus, and they were talking about the angelic Diablo skin. And uh, oh yeah, oh my, oh you you have to go listen to the uh, latest Into the Nexus. Although by the time you listen to this, it will be the episode before the latest episode, I think, because I think they release on Thursdays. So, mm-hmm. but oh oh my goodness, such a good joke. I I was laughing 
So go listen to that, because I don't want... I don't want to steal their thunder. Go go listen to them. So, Brasia, why don't you start us off with the first, uh... Well, I guess we'll just split it in half somewhere. Hey, it sounds good to me. So, first tweet is from at RaiderGang941. At Shutterstone, just got back into Diablo 3, haven't played since launch. Wow, that's quite a while. Yeah, wow. But now, back up to Paragon 150 playing Hardcore Season. All right, Hardcore Season. Yeah. Hardcore for life. Exactly. So, uh, he followed that up with, looking to join a Hardcore Community Clan, any help? His account name is Blood Raider. Yeah, he didn't give us his uh, full battle tag, so I don't, I can't add him to. But uh, mm-hmm. of course, there there are hardcore communities. Um, the West March Workshop community is predominantly hardcore, just based on mm-hmm. the fact that formerly Leviathan, and but still Nine Ball. You know, hardcore is their mm-hmm. thing. So. You know, like minds tend to flock together, so there's a bunch of hardcore players over in the Westmarch Workshop. Um, there are also hardcore players in the Shattered Soulstone community and clan. Mm-hmm. I would say our community, what, we have a really well-balanced mix, I would say. Uh, maybe sometimes skews yep. a little more softcore than hardcore, but uh, we have plenty of people, you know, if you rip, which happens, <laughs> who, who will help you get back up on your feet. So you can join that. Yeah. Um, I think the... Well, I don't know what they're going to do about the clan, but the Ink Gamers hardcore community um, and clan, they... Uh, well, they're no longer Ink Gamers, but... You, yeah, I don't know what they, what they did with that. I I haven't spoken to anybody. I know a lot of people left and went to BlizzPro. So you can also join the BlizzPro community clan. It's another option. Um, beyond that, I don't know, because <laughs> I haven't joined any hardcore-specific communities, so I can't help you out there. But I know that if you join the Shattered Soulstone community, there's plenty of people to help you. Absolutely, and all throughout the day and mornings, too. So, I mean, it's not uh, just evening. Yeah, we, we got a bunch of Australian players, so, you know. When, and they are awesome. Yeah, and when we're going to sleep, they are playing. Or And then when we wake up, they're still playing. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we've got a lot of people all over the place, and they're all really, they're nice, they're good, they're helpful, uh, fun to play with, so I definitely recommend it. And Raider Gang uh, finished up with, love the show, by the way. Oh, thank, thank you. you. We love you. Even though Much. you might be a Raiders fan. But I, unlike um, some other 49 fans, hey. I don't dislike the Raiders. Well, that's good. Yeah, but for some reason the Raiders hate the 49ers. You know? Uh, it's rivalry in state. All yeah. That. Yeah, across the bay, you know? It's less than 30 minutes. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they're completely different leagues. But, eh, you know, that's okay. Yeah. Next comes from Kurova, our uh, a tweeter, you know, hardcore <laughs> tweeter. Yep. He said, at Chatterstone, just completed a meek Greater Rift 30 on a lousy hotel Wi-Fi. Glad I don't play hardcore yet. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a smart decision on that one. Yeah, but, you know, no guts, no glory. I mean, uh, uh, Dead Mouse, he was was playing on airplane Wi-Fi. Oh, my. That is... uh... And he plays hardcore. (laughs) Wow. That's definitely playing hardcore. (laughs) Yeah. Is he part of the Mile High Club now? 
<laughs> Diablo, yeah. And Diablo, hey, congratulations. Although I'm sure he's also a, a member of the Mile High Club for, you know, the real. But we don't need to discuss that. <laughs> Still a kid-friendly show, come on. Yep. Yep. We yep. just talked about blood, gut score, and demon. Yep, Friend, exactly. Kid-friendly show. So. Does that mean if you play Diablo in Denver that you're also a member of the Mile High Club? Only if you play in Mile High Stadium. Ah, there we go. On their because I think everything else is just below Mile High, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, what if you're in the very last row of the stadium? Are you like mile, like one point one mile High Stadium? <laughs> okay, we're going totally off the rails. Let's get back on. Yep. Our next tweet is from Seahawk015. He said, at Shatterstone, at Westmark Workshop, and at KSB Podcast, tried a windward, I'm sorry, windward, whirlwind barb for a change of pace from my DOD witch doctor. DOD? I think it's Dagger Darts. Dagger Darts. No. Barb has a much higher ceiling for sure. Well, the, you know, the barb stands up straight yeah. meanwhile the witch doctor has a hunch in his back <laughs> so of course so in other words they hit their head on the ceiling i understand yeah no <laughs> yeah no i mean even right now like i love playing my witch doctor but i know like just from last season playing the um crusader that just survival i could last longer yeah. with one character so well don't give up hope because um I, I, this is later in the show, but um, there, there's a guide out there for running Grid Rift 55s um, with a Carnival build with the Witch Doctor. And then I think Riker went through and did a Grid Rift 59 solo with, with that build. So, you know, 59 is way up there. So, I mean, it's yeah. not, I think the highest solo completed was a 62 so far, maybe a little bit higher. So you're not that far off. <laughs> no, not at all. I still can't even imagine doing a, you know, a 50. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, the hardcore life. Of course. And then next is at Nevik James. Hey there, who's that guy? I think I know him. Okay. Well, he said, at soon, as soon as at Walkman 8 left our five-man group, we actually won a game of Blizz Heroes. CC at Shatterstone. <laughs> ah. What are you blaming that poor man for? Well, you know, I was I hopped onto Mumble one day, and it was uh, Cyberwolf. I, I can't remember everybody who was there. It was Cyberwolf uh, Walkman 8, who is otherwise known as Reclaw on Mumble. Yep. And, um, oh my goodness, I'm trying to think of who else was there. Scrum, and there's one other guy. Um, Apocalypse, I think. Yes. I, I hopped on and they're like, hey, we, we have room for a fifth. I was like, all right, sure. First two games, lost. Oh, my goodness. We we got the exact same team. And, uh, oh, it was terrible. We we were not even not even in the same league as these other guys. And, oh, boy. Oh, but I'll let you read the next tweet because that leads into what I, what I was also going to say. <laughs> so, um, Reklar or Walkman 8 followed up with, I brought the bad juju with me. Or hashtag I poop naked is <laughs> my arch nemesis. Either one. 
Yeah, so, yeah, what happened was, uh, there was one guy on the opposing team, and his battle tag was, I poop naked. And... I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, it's definitely got a clever name. But, mm. um... Yeah, yeah, we... That was... We we did not do well against that team. And then it, then he dropped, and then we won our next two games. So Oh, sorry, so Reclaw, man. May, maybe it was just Reclaw. Maybe we were in the same league if we had just dropped Reclaw sooner. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it's just another hashtag that, you know, was in the way. So, uh, next is at Karova, said at Shatterstone, season starts feeling too long. Kind of grindy now. Your thoughts? Yeah. yeah. That's why I think most of us are taking our mid-season breaks. <laughs> right. Kind of like halftime. You need a little bit of a break before you get back into it. Yeah. And I think for me, I mean, to me, it's like been just about right. Only because of the fact that I haven't been able to play right along. So I haven't burnt myself out. Right. But at the same time, I mean, I could see this. Like if I was sitting here playing every day, yeah, I would definitely be, okay, you know, I've got another two months before the season ends. That's, that's quite a lot of time. You know, like if even if I... I'm still thinking somewhere around three months is almost the ideal. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think three months is right about perfect. Maybe two and a half, maybe. Yeah, like ten weeks. Yeah. Sounds about right. But uh, I think the one reason why it doesn't feel super grindy, or maybe it does feel grindy, and that's why I'm t- kind of taking a mid-season break, so to speak, um, even though I'm still playing on occasion, is uh, we, we actually had some idea of how long the the season would run and if we were if Wyatt had not tweeted that and we were running under the assumption that um, we have no idea I think there would be a lot more clamor on the forums right now Mm -hmm. they would be like come on Blizzard not another season one (laughs) no yeah don't don't make us go 55 days or no it wasn't 55 days Uh, five months five days that's what I meant to say Mm. and uh but you know what we might go five months you know because his tweet said at least four months so that doesn't mean the season's going to be four months long it just means at least four months it could be five hell it could even be six please don't do that to us (laughs) uh well you know the ptr has got to be pretty close right hopefully uh yeah I'm, i'm hoping so so I I don't know if if it does start feeling grinding now I know Corova you play at odd hours of the day and Diablo is your main jam right now maybe now is a good time to take a short break from the game that way you don't completely burn yourself out and then you don't care you know because yeah. uh, you know um, what is it distance makes the heart or I don't know how that phrase goes <laughs> what the hell but you know what Ab- absence makes the heart grow fonder yes that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> just the absence it's all just you're not there yeah i got so, it yeah don't burn yourself out if you if it does feel too grindy take a break do something else even if it's not heroes you know do something else steam summer sales going on right now you can make plenty of extra to do yeah it won't cost you a lot of money either yeah i'll talk about that later yeah <laughs> In, unless if you're a rock star and you quote unquote add value and then dr- drop the drop the price back down to what it was before and yeah charge you the same price but give you some in-game cash (laughs) 
and then call it a sale. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. That's not at all related to Diablo. No, is this heroically random and I just kind of missed that part? <laughs> you know what? I haven't done a heroically random in real and I. We keep talking about, you know, oh man, we got to record. And we never do. So sometimes it just ekes out onto this show. And it ekes out onto his show, The Hotscast, all the time. Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Karova follows it up with um, he's got a big family event this weekend. Little time to play or listen to the last episode. Glad Clean of Haiku is back for it. Yay. We miss Jen. Yeah, I miss having Jen on, too. So hopefully she feels better soon and can come back. Uh, next is, at Karova says, Another idea for a segment. I really liked how at Queen of Haiku summarized Leah's story. Maybe a lore segment in that vein? Now, we've talked about this a couple times in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's it's more of something that's, like, spotty. It's not something like I think we want to do every week as a segment. Right. But, you know, I mean, even if we brought a little bit here and there, it's just... Of course, Jen's really the big lore nut on our, our podcast, so... Yeah, even more than me and Lantonio, mm-hmm. so... Oh, yes. <laughs> so, and then Queen of Haiku replied, Ooh, that might be fun to do. Great idea. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? I, I guess in the next email uh, that I sent out for episode 88... I'll, I'll bring this up that um, even if Jen can't make it to the show, she can still make it on the show by doing this mm-hmm. lore segment. And it doesn't have to be an every week thing. What is going on outside my house? I don't know what's going on, but I hear stuff. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I see dead people. Oh, no. It's I... all the color red. Yep. <laughs> that gives it away. But you have no red in your room that I can see, so you, you're okay. I have plenty of red around me, but... <laughs> oh, okay, so you have the camera facing away from it. Mm-hmm. Nice. So everything else is white in the background there. And Actually, the poster. I, can, I can do this, and uh, let's see if I can... Oh, oh, oh. Oh, wait, wait. The... Oh, oh I, see, I see the red mask. How? Why Why is this not working? Why can't... I don't know, but now <laughs> the camera's upside down. This is making for wonderful podcasting, because everybody can be like, wow, why are there they just is. talking about randomly things? Yes, a wonderful skull mask that's all red. Yep. I love it. Yep. So, Pergos Master replies to that, I love that idea too. Please give it a tr- at least a try. Yeah. With a smiley face. And at Karova said, great interview with Shano. Really glad that Queen of Haiku has such a nice husband. Yeah, Sean is great. We all feel that way too. Yep. Uh, so I'll take over here. And Sweet. Because uh, our next tweet came to us from our favorite person in the entire world who can fill our show with 300, no, 30,000 hours of audio, uh, K. Gary. Mm-hmm. He says, at Shattered Stone, 11 hours, 9 minutes in Paragon 152. Grift 37 on softcore done. Lagging like a fiend, but still doing what I can. Ooh. Yeah, he has, um, he has spotty internet right now, so... Hardcore is not really an option. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah. And so uh, he followed it up, and he says, Make that Grift 40 and Paragon 181. Damn, moving along. Yep. And then he has a little emoticon. Okay. Uh, kind of looks like Jigglypuff with arms. Yeah. Jigglypuff. Yep. Brent Doomfield sent us a tweet, and he says, Having a great night playing some at Diablo 3. Although listening to at Walkman 8 snoring into the Shattered Soulstone or Shattered Stone mumble 
has been a bit rough. <laughs> I guess Recklaw had a tough day. Oh that or, my god. It's either that or um, Jesse Hometown Hero has been sharing some of his sleeping pills. Because uh, then Recklaw follows it up and he says, Just woke up at 4 a.m. I think Kadala slipped something in my drink. That sneaky bee. I don't think it was Kadala. I think it was Jesse. And then Scanline replied, and he says, Good to hear you all back on D3. I will return after Dark Souls. Snore away. <laughs> so it's glad to see that other people are picking up the mantle of sleeping in. Yep. Mumble for me. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it'd be, it'd be fun if, uh, if we ever had an... <laughs> <laughs> Another moment <laughs> where one of the hosts of the show falls asleep while we're recording. Oh, I'm sure it'll happen at some point. <laughs> well, I was that... almost tempted that, that I thought that was going to happen tonight, but, you know. Yeah, well, fortunately, it's not like past midnight there at the moment. No, so. no. no. So, no, Corinthus well. Ruck sent us a tweet, and he says, At Shattered Stone, playing my seasonal crusader, finished, uh, whoops, I think I typo finished five bounties and warped to town and network disconnect Ooh, that sucks but um you know what chances are you were just going to get the legendary item that you were not looking for out of the cash so you know always it was probably one of those well if you're doing act one it was probably you know that damn mace that i keep <laughs> getting when i'm trying to get a better ring of royal grandeur Good like crush vein Ah, oh, so many of those damn maces. It's driving me nuts. But, um, yeah, that sucks. He recently, uh, he made the jump from uh, playing solely on the console to the PC, so. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that, uh, that he's having fun and getting to experience the joys of an always online connection requirement for Diablo 3. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kurova sent us another tweet, as he usually does, and he says, at Shattered Stone, at Nevik James, by the way, I was serious on joining you when you are solo again. Can be up at 3 a.m. easily. Happy face. You know what, wow. Karova? I almost pulled that trigger because Brasia was a little occupied, and then I had no idea where Lantonio was, and then Brasia popped up. I was like, oh, thank goodness, I don't have to do another solo show. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Corova, if you don't have Audacity, get it. And uh, make sure you have a microphone. And uh, we'll be in touch. Yeah. So. And Cell Therapy sent us a tweet, and he says, Pricks in Halo drove me away from multiplayer. Now Pricks in Hashtag Diablo 3 are doing the same. Is there no love for the casual player at Shattered Stone? What? And that stinks. Cell Therapy, you need to play with us in the Shattered Soulstone. Exactly. That's what you can do. Uh, there's almost always somebody, almost always somebody who will be willing to join you and play with you. And mm -hmm. pretty much, I have never run into a jerk in our community. So, no. Yeah. Except for no, that. I mean, except for uh, you know, Kagurai. Sometimes he can be a little salty. Just a little. Well, salty's not necessarily jerk. No. No. Like, but I mean, if cell therapy's playing in public, I'll yeah. be honest. That's why I don't like to play public because I don't know who they are. And yeah, most sometimes you get a lucky group. But a lot of times, no. You know, there's somebody just being a jerk about it. 
Yeah, I would say probably most of the time, well, at least when I was playing softcore back in the day, public games, very little communication, no interaction, really. Just people were just running off killing things. And yeah. that's kind of the experience today. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are able to power level quite a bit. So if you are not Paragon 600 or higher, you're a scrub. So I'm scrubbing away. Yeah, just play with us scrubs, you know? Yeah. And um, everybody in the community is awesome. You know, Westmarch Workshop, BlizzPro, they're all awesome. Cool Story Bro has a community and clan. They're awesome, too. So you don't have to play with, you know, randoms, as we typically call them. So, um, you know, play play with friends. Or in the Shadow Soulstone, I consider most of the people in, in our community family. So... And Kurova sent us another tweet, and he said, At Shattered Stone, by the way, playing story mode gave me lots of blue items. Much more than yellows. Didn't think this would be the case. And that just might be because when you do quest reward, uh, when you do quests, you get rewarded with items sometimes, and usually they're blue quality. Sometimes yellow, but most of the time blue. So I could see that, but um, I don't think the drops are any different. The, the only difference would be you don't have rifts to run in campaign mode. That's true. But, uh, yeah. And then our final tweet of our normal tweeters is from EYEdgar0111. And he says, at Shattered Stone, just finished Grift in 15 minutes and 6 seconds. Grrr. If only I found one more demon or more DPS. Ah. <sighs> oh. But uh, I don't know what grift he was doing, so he didn't include that in his tweet. That's actually not a typo in our show notes. So Right. But uh, I feel your pain, because I think mm-hmm. um, back in Season 2, I was three seconds too slow on clearing a greater of 40 with my wizard. And yeah, that sucks. Sucks when you are just seconds away from completing one. So our question of the show was, have your plans for Season 3 changed now that we're quote-unquote halfway through the season? And Brazia, why don't you read the replies that we got? Sure. First one from Akrova. Yes, grinding rifts and greater rifts forever was too boring. Started playing the story again. Enjoy it so far. Followed it up. Akrova said, playing story mode gets you at least some achievement. Fully agree with Queen of Haiku. Missing all the achievements. Yeah. I, I miss all the toasts. Uh, next was at Pan Folly. May make second hardcore tune. Have Witch Doctor almost 70. May make Crusader. Very casual player having fun. That's, that's the important thing. You're yeah, having fun. That's the important thing. Next is Jesse at Hometown Hero 008. Plans are the same. Higher on the leaderboard. Glan Season 3 is... Um, <laughs> Glenn, I think you meant Glad Season 3 is longer. Yeah, that's definitely So a, a casual can get his Paragon up. YOLO! He, that's what he said. Yep. Not me. Up your swag. Like <laughs> YOLO that. up your swag, right? Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> next was at Dia- Diablo Diaries. No, I got the seasonal awards. Portrait, pennant, and left it at that. As originally planned. With a smiley face. Yep. And then finally, E.Y. Edgar said, Same plans, 
Still frustrated as hell that I'm not accomplishing them yet. Oh well. There's oh. still plenty of time. Yeah, yeah, there's still plenty of time. Although I'm convinced that I will never, ever see an enchanting favor this season. I don't know what it is. Oh, I, I've gotten three immortal scoundrel tokens to drop. <laughs> and mm. not a <laughs> single one for my Templar. It's so frustrating. But, uh... Oh, I, I feel like such an old man sometimes. Especially when I made that joke about YOLO up your, up your swag. <laughs> but, uh... That reminded me the other day after the Ubisoft uh, conference and then later that night when my wife was home and I was telling her about 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 the subtitle for the new South Park game and I completely missed the joke at first. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the the subtitle is the fractured but whole. And <laughs> when I read it, when I read it fast, I was like, "Oh my goodness, how did I not know?" And then I just felt like a million years old. I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm such an old old man now. I don't get those <laughs> jokes." Oh, oh yes. my gosh! Well, well done. Uh, what is it? Uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Well done. Mm-hmm. But uh, before we move into our emails, which my goodness, we got three of them. <laughs> we, I did want to uh, remind everyone that we are running a Patreon campaign where you can help support the show. You can become a patron of the Shattered Soulstone by going to patreon.com slash soulstone and making a monthly... Oh, wow, I can talk. A monthly pledge. Each and every pledge is greatly appreciated. And we actually got three patrons already. And I was... I was really shocked. I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. So I wanted to say thank you to Korova, Masterdo, and Saldaria. Or it might be Saldaria. I'm not quite certain. It's with a Y. So, thank you so very much. And I'm going to be busy for a little bit as I do commissions for all those three patrons because they all pledged enough. I guess I guess you could consider it that way. Well, anyways, there are rewards depending on how much you pledge. <laughs> so, um, Absolutely. Thank you very much. And anyone else, all donations are definitely um, greatly, greatly appreciated. Greatly appreciated. Yep they they will help. Uh, they will help keep the show running smoothly. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know I don't want to sound like a broken record from last episode, but I did want to mention that uh, this Patreon campaign does not mean that the show is going to go away ever until we all lose interest in the game, at least. It just it's something that we're doing to for our listeners to help support us and uh, to help us as we continue to grow, which we are growing mm-hmm. in terms of downloads. So, you know, that that does cost money. <laughs> so we, we, we are running this to help offset some of those costs. And uh, and beyond that, if we do get beyond that point, then it, all that money will be invested back into the show. So um, don't worry, we are not going anywhere. Unless somehow I completely just say, F you, Blizzard, I'm done with your game, and flip my desk and walk off with my ball and tail tucked between my legs or something, you know, something colorful. Oh, boy. Yeah. And with that, Shattered Soldone, thank you for your support. Yes. And, uh, oh, um, and in case you need the URL, it's patreon.com 
slash soulstone. And that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash soulstone. And uh, yeah, thank you so very much. So our emails, um, here's another, you know, dot com that, that you can send stuff to. Show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. Uh, you don't have to just send us text. You can send us audio. I would prefer it to not be in wave wave format though those files get huge folks wave is not a compressed audio so um if you have the capability of recording an mp3 or even mp4 please do so it's so much easier to deal with but uh our first email came to us from anthony and he says hello i recently found your podcast and i listened to it while i play d3 i was yes thank you I was and still am a huge fan. Oh, huge fan of the D2 Necromancer. Yeah. Oh, and and am looking to mimic that in D3 with the biggest army possible. I could use a little help with my pet witch doctor. Her name is Namakubi. It means freshly severed head in Japanese. Well, that's <laughs> nice. I, I love it. I guess that makes sense because you know a lot of fetishes are. Heads, shunk, shrunken right. heads. In testing the skill, I could get out a max of 20 spiders at once. And uh, he does a little bit of math here. One jar equals four spiders, five jars out before the first jar dies. <laughs> so that's how he got to 20. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, do the corpse spiders count as pets? Do they receive the bonuses from the Mask of Jerem and Tasker and Theo? Thanks, and keep up the great work. Signed, Anthony. I'm going to say no. They are not pets. No, it's it's still a primary skill. Yeah. Is what I, I'm i understanding it to be. Yeah, so while you can have 20 of them out, um, they their damage is strictly tied to the spell power of the, mm-hmm. of the spell. Um, so that, depending on what rune you're using for corpse spiders, you know, your, um, your elemental damage will help increase that. Brazia, you're you're gonna have to help him out yeah. a little bit more because I really have no. Oh idea. no no! And, and every time you're using him, your bonus damage also comes from primary skill bonus damage. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's it the definition of the the spell. It, I mean, the ability is more as a primary ability that's not set as a pet, but set as a spell. Yeah, which is the reason why there's that distinguished there. Though it looks really neat, it's cool to have all those out there. They they're not considered um, pets. But uh, yeah, if you want to, if you want to have as much stuff out as possible, you know, pet doctor works. Yep. So. Yep. I mean, for me, the only permanent things you get out there with those pets are, you know, increasing the number of dogs through your passive skill, um, having your fetishes out, um, having. Oh, I forgot the set. Not the Jade Harvester. The set, and I'm running with it right now. <laughs> Holy cow, I can't remember the name. Oh, Zunimasa, thank you. And, um, you know, that way we can keep out your fetish army, like, full time. Mm-hmm. And then also you have your fetish sick event. So I'm able to kind of, currently with what I'm doing, I think I have it set up where I don't have all five dogs because I'm using something else. But I have four along with my Gargantuan. Now, if you could get that ring that splits your Gargantuan into three, that would be cool. Yeah, the small man, right? Yep, the small so, man. Small man. Small man's finger. Yeah, something like that. Exactly. So then you could get. I don't have that yet, though. I'm look, still looking for that. So then you're up to 
four, seven. Then you can have like your fetish army. You could have those sitting out there, and I usually have seven. I think of those. So it'd be like fourteen. And I have up to fifteen. Of course, they don't stay out permanently, but up to fifteen fetish sycophants to get summoned. So I'm I'm at almost thirty. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. If you have that, yeah, that is crazy. So that's fun. Yeah. And if you could somehow work Ashira's set into it, you could have all three of your followers out. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that would that would not be crazy. So we got an email from Fimless, and Brazia, why don't you do the honors on this one? Sure. Hey, Fim. So Fimless writes to us, Hey, guys. Um, I thought I had to make ancient items even more valuable and maybe get, even get people to not use the RRG. What if there was a bonus to the set bonus based on the number of ancient pieces you had in your set? So if you had two bonus and two ancient pieces, then maybe the bonuses would be buffed a bit. If you had the two piece, sorry, the two and four piece bonus, but only two or three pieces of ancient, then you would get the enhanced two piece bonus, but the regular four piece. The RRG would not be counted as an ancient version of the missing item. Mm, I see where he's going with this. Yeah, so he says, My thought is that it would get people to push even more for ancient items and also give a reason to have a full four-piece or full six-piece or whatever because the ROG can't help with the ancient bonus. Ring of Royal Grandeur, thank you. Yep. It, sorry, it, names are coming slow to me tonight. Obviously enough things to drink. <laughs> it's uh, just spitballing here, but would love to hear what you think. Or tweak it. Jay, <laughs> thanks, Fimless. I see where he's going with this. I don't think it'd be too popular, though. One, it's more math, and there's already enough math in the game. And they kind of already subverted the reliance on the Ring of Royal Grandeur by um, introducing a bunch of rings that are just as powerful, you know, like Focus and Restraint. Um, yep. So a lot of people are running already full six-piece sets. But uh, I kind of like the idea. I mean, it would be interesting if th those set bonuses that you get could somehow have variants to them. But mm. there's already enough RNG in this game. I don't want even more RNG on top of RNG. And with the way that sets work, I guess, yeah, I guess variants wouldn't really work too well. Yeah, I mean, like I see what you're talking about having the set pieces. If they're all ancient, they give you bonus, like, stats or something. But maybe not just simply, not stats, but maybe the visual changes. Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know, so, like, if the, I don't know, for example, like, you're doing a ray of frost. I don't know if there's one of those for which, for you know what? not that, which doctor. I like that idea a lot. Changes the color of it. Or, mm -hmm. um, you know, changes the, the way it looks. So, like, instead of it being, like, a blue ray of frost, now it's, like, it looks like a cloud, you know, of, of smoke comes out. Or something of that. Mm -hmm. Or, um... If it's not just that, like just simply a cosmetic one, maybe it's also like it changes the ability a bit itself. So, you know, maybe it adds to it. Like, you know, if you had something where, like right now I have my the Zunamasa and it keeps my, the two-piece keeps my um, fetishes out forever. Maybe like the four-piece, no, I'm sorry, not the two-piece as ancient maybe allows me to keep like two sycophants or you know yeah like two sycophants out all the time as well so you know i mean i don't know something of that sort or maybe turns those from 
you know, like they add a rune to it that you normally wouldn't have them on. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, play around where it, I think it's more than just a stat stick. It needs to be something visual, something that changes the, the character or the spell slightly, where it doesn't overpower it, but at the same time, it allows maybe something a little bit different to happen. Yeah, and as mentioned earlier, there, there's this movement of doing a no-set challenge, so I think people are getting kind of sick of set bonuses because they kind of... Well, they, they don't give you a whole lot of room to... I, I mean, there are variances in builds, in styles. That, that, that's that been shown time and time again that some people can think outside of the box and do something completely different with a set than what most people are running with and still have success in those higher greater rifts. So I, I like the idea, but I don't think it's actually necessary because, uh, yeah. like, I mean, his whole reasoning here is just to cut the reliance on the Ring of Royal Grandeur, because maybe he's trying to farm for one and hasn't found one, and he's sick to death of not getting one. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I'm with you, Fim. I mean, generally, the the answer, you know, is just play more. <laughs> I mean, that's that's usually the answer, because RNG is, is always going to screw you over, so you just got to play more to help balance, to help, um, I don't know, iron out all those lovely RNG crappy moments. So our last email came to us from Funktropus, and I haven't kept count, but I think this is like four or five shows, maybe even six shows in a row that he sent us an email. So thank you so very much, Funktropus, for being such an active contributor to the show. Funktropus, you rule. Yeah. And he says, hello all. I am currently moving across the country from Minnesota to North Carolina. I'm sorry. Oh, welcome to the East Coast, my friend. So you're going from the frigid north during the winter to the horrifically humid mid-East Coast. (laughs) Hurricane-filled. Yeah, yeah. So that's an interesting choice, but um, he continues, which involves a lot of chaos and a lot of hours in the car. I must say the podcast is keeping me sane. Oh, well, I'm glad we're keeping them sane. And doing wonders for my progress through all the back episodes. Currently at Podcast 40 and Dead and Waiting 6. (laughs) You know what? I forgot to mention this earlier, but um, I have an amazing idea that we could do for Dead and Waiting if we bring it back sometime soon. And it wouldn't involve us doing, you know, Level 1 Torment 6 because we've done that before. Right. And that didn't go so... That was an interesting... But I was thinking maybe we could do, we could all have level 70s because, I mean, it's not that hard to get a level level 70, especially when we can power level people to 70. And try the no set um, challenge. And we'd start Ooh, yeah. off with uh, just vendor gear and could only equip. Yeah, we, we could totally do this. I like this. I like this idea. Uh, all right. Yep. But anyways. Make it worth Funktropus continues, and he says, Hoping that everyone donates enough to revive some dead and waitings. I will be adding my contribution once my address change is officially in the books. Well, thank you so much, Funktropus. Awesome. And now a quick tale of frayed nerves and cold sweat. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. This scene. After a long day of packing box after box after box, 
your faithful compatriot, Funktropus, decided to unwind by doing a few key warden runs for the purposes of crafting my first ever Hellfire Ring. The pillaging and destruction of monsters had proceeded swimmingly, with the coffers containing all keys except one, the Key of Bones. Thus, our trusty hardcore monk hero, yay, the Bloody Towel, was rampaging through the fields of misery, racking up an enormous gulp. Goatman body count as waves of light dissolved his foes in holy fury. What's this? The mouse has ceased to move. A single bead of cold sweat appeared on my forehead. I'll just hit escape. Or maybe town portal. Um, the keyboard is not working either. Oh, great. Here comes three zombies and six carrion bats. They're chipping away at me. Yeah! Another rivulet of sweat streaks down my brow. Wife. Is everything okay? You are making weird string strangling noises. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Um, now's not a good time. Video game issues. Funktropus, now with wild eyes, thinks to himself, Come on, air mystic ally. Come on, enchantress. Clean up this mess. Then I can log off without fear. Maybe. Eons of emotional stress time pass. My allies whittle away at my enemies gradually to nothing as the bloody towel stands passive and emotionless, absorbing the odd swipe of an enemy when the last carrion bat passes into eternity. I close the laptop's lid and reopen it, disrupting the connection to the game. The mouse and keyboard work fine, of course. With nary a breath escaping my mouth, I log back in. There, standing in splendid, well-colored glory, stands the bloody towel, still kicking after all, crisis averted. Wow. Whew. Wow. That is close. Somewhere deep down, a thin voice creeps from my inner monologue. Sure, Funktropus, you escaped my evil plans for your hardcore character this time. But imagine if you had been battling that freaking rat dude when keyboard and mouse cut out. What then? I pass a hand over my weary eyes. We shall see, I mutter. We shall see. Signed, Funktropus. That was an awesome story. Gosh. Thank you, Funktropus. Yes. Oh, man. He, yeah, Funktropus, you are an amazing contributor. I mean, you made me sing super, super califragilis expialidocious on this show. So, you are amazing. <laughs> I was sweating on that one, too. I was like, oh, no, he's going to lose it. <laughs> oh, no. But, yeah, you can send your emails and stories of... Um, you know, near near deaths. <laughs> Hopefully not deaths, but uh, you know, you can share those with us too. We will commiserate with you. And you can send those emails to show at shatteredsoulstone.com. And now let's move into our very brief Diablo Blues notes. Battle.net friend limit increased to two hundred. Yay! S- said all I can the have pod- more friends. Yeah, it said all the podcasters out there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Meanwhile everybody's all like, well, I only have six friends. <laughs> Oh, I saw, like, I was reading uh, one of the tweets back to it was like, thanks, Blizz, I only have two friends. Where am I supposed to find more? <laughs> and they actually retreated back to him and said, well, you could join a bunch of communities. There's a lot of great people out there. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, great. Yeah. And um, although by the time you're listening to this, this event will already be over, round eight of the Play Your Way Thursday uh, will be on Twitch on um, third. yeah, on a Thursday, of course. 
uh, which will be on the 18th of June. So in that case, it's probably a couple days past. But uh, Demon Coyote will be representing his light. Well, I don't know if he's going to be running that build, but his, uh, what was it, Lightning Speed Ninja Monk or something like that. Mm -hmm. I forget exactly what it was called. But Quinn will also be on the call. And then they're having, oh, dang it, I didn't put the name of the um, environmental artist that's going to be on there as well. But uh, you know what that says to me? They wanted to put somebody out there that could not, you know, give away anything in terms of mechanics. You know, somebody who's not involved with the with the mechanics of the game. Somebody who's just doing, you know, environmental stuff. <laughs> oh. But you know what? If he's working on the next expansion, maybe something he can let... Maybe he'll let something slip that nobody will catch and... You know, you know how like Blizzard loves to do that. They they like to slip those little, you know, Easter eggs, and put them right in front of our noses, and then we'd never notice it until like after the fact. And it's like, oh my goodness, it was there the whole time. How were we so blind? Ah, oh, but um, back in actually, you know, I think it was around this time last year, they ran a Diablo fan art contest on DeviantArt, and yep. the 2014 winner. They flew him out, and he was... Oh, crap. Where was he from? Like, the Ukraine or something? No, he's from Russia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was... Uh, he submitted the uh, Barbarian leading two big beasts in, yeah, in Diablo's head, you know, as a trophy. Amazing piece of art, and that guy is an amazing artist, too. And uh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was... There was uh, five minutes. It was like just a little over five minutes. And it was, a, it was a good little video. And Samwise almost offered him a job right there on the spot. Although he was joking. But still, you know, Blizzard does hire artists all the time. You know, if Samwise, you know, becomes a fan of somebody's art, you know, sometimes they get hired. Or, you know, or if you are, um, you know, a machinima maker and you do lots of machinima, maybe... Maybe you get hired, and then you end up leading the entire department, and then doing an amazing patch six point two trailer. Holy crap! Did you watch that, Bracia? A little bit, yeah. I got, I kind of got excited. <laughs> yeah, right. And then I was like, oh, now, now they've made the heel and turned him face, you know, to use wrestling terms. <laughs> um but yeah that's all that we got on on the official diablo news so it's like it's a it's like california it's a desert you know but uh that doesn't mean that there isn't stuff going on in the community um all the um i i got distracted because this italian guy cosplaying as a as a demon hunter he looks like the demon hunter he does. I mean, like <laughs> his face, does. his hair. I mean, he looks like the Demon Hunter, like straight out of the game, and yep. amazing cosplay. Um, we'll include links to that. Uh, it, there are pictures on his Facebook. So um, if you hate Facebook, then well, you can go to Diablo fans. I'll include a link to that too. That way, you don't have to go to the evil book of faces. On the Greater Rift four-player front. Uh, I think last time we recorded about this, uh, Zero Empathy had done a 73. That's right. And now they've done a 74. <laughs> so. Wow. It's. Insane. 
I don't know how they'll eke out any more DPS because uh, it was pretty close. Um, if you want to play Diablo 1 but can't track down Diablo 1, there is a StarCraft arcade mod by Ah Ali, mm-hmm. and it's called the Mortal Shroud. It doesn't look exactly like Diablo 1, of course, because it's using the StarCraft engine, but it kind of recreates it, so you can go check it out. Ali will probably give it a sh- try, maybe. Just haven't had time. But uh, jumping back to Greater Rifts, uh, the number one hardcore barbarian cleared a 56. Absolutely insane. Wow. And uh, he didn't have the best of Rifts, but he did get a Stone Singer at the end. So it's like, you know, that's kind of what you hope for. <laughs> exactly, right? It's like you don't want Orlash. No. Oh my goodness. Um, speaking of Orlash, I had. A, um, what was it? I, I can't remember how many episodes of the West March Workshop ago when the PTR for 2.2 came out and Leviathan and uh, Nineball were in a greater rift and they got Orlash and Orlash splits and then does this a crazy lightning or whatever kind of attack breath that is. That yep. thing hurts. Oh my goodness. I almost squealed like Nineball when I got hit by it. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what am I doing? And, uh, wow. yeah, it was quite scary. But, um, finally, there is a Carnival build out there for you puke doctors, or, well, I guess maybe Carnival is what... Is that is that what you use for pets? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the one where it allows your, um... Fetish army? Yeah, your fetish army to shoot, um... Mm, mm-hmm. Darts, just like you. Yeah. So, um, there is a build out there by Carib the Seventh, I guess... And um, his link, or his build, you can find over on Diablo fans. We'll include a link to that. And a video of Riker running that build in a Greater of 59. So there is hope out there. You don't have to feel like a feeble puke doctor, like like the male puke what? doctor. What? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. My inner bias is coming out again. Oh, I know. Your inner bias is showing. i cover <laughs> that up. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, it's been pretty quiet. Um, so... You know, I imagine after the E3 excitement dies down, um, maybe we'll have the PTR drop on our laps in the next week or two, hopefully. But uh, that also, you know, Heroes is doing a PTR next week (laughs) for their Eternal Conflict uh, expansion, quote-unquote. Right. And on the 30th, that goes live. And, yeah, all of our Diablo news is Heroes right now. So Diablo Heroes. But, uh, so, since there isn't a whole lot of Diablo, Brasia, have you had time to watch stuff, at least, while you've been all over the place, all over the country? Oh, no, it's been a lot of, uh, well, yeah, actually, last week, spent a lot of time in Texas watching the NHL and NBA playoff at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> um, met a couple interesting to, people. Yeah, hey, congr- thank you. Congratulations to the Blackhawks fans and the uh, Golden State Warriors fans. I was actually kind of excited about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while for them. Or not for the Blackhawks, but for Golden State. Yeah, I think the last time that they was... took the trophy was 40 years ago. So Right? So Just just waiting around for a little while. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, other than that, oh, I got hooked on Netflix. There's um, a show, How the Shapes Got Their... I know how the states got their shape. Oh, and mm. it's um, oh, what was it? History Channel. Okay, that did that. 
and like I didn't think it would be all that good, but I mean it's really entertaining. It's um, got some interesting ways of looking at things, and it was funny because they um, one part of course I, I absolutely understand it. They were going okay, so what state do you have the worst drivers in? And so you know you'd have people say oh New York or you know New Jersey or California's terrible. And then all of a sudden, it was like person after person says Massachusetts, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. <laughs> it's terrible. And they're like, well, why is that? Well, you know, they said, okay, let's look at Boston. I mean, like, they showed a, a topographical map of Boston, and you're looking at it and go, it doesn't make sense. It's like, it literally does not, you're like, you can't understand how anybody could have made the map. So they went into the old wives' tale about how Boston was created because of... Um, the roads were created because of cow pastures. Oh. <laughs> right? Goodness. Like, they used to have cows that would go grazing at Boston Common and then go back home. And those those paths were all that. Well, that's not the truth. I mean, we did have a big cattle industry at one point during the American Revolution. Mm-hmm. And that's where the whole Porterhouse State thing came in. Um, but the real reason was because there was an Indian tribe that used to go um, collect... Sh- shellfish oh and so they would walk down and that was market street or not market um oh, i forgot the name of the street oh haymarket and then from there well actually i think you've got the name wrong but it doesn't matter it's like a main street in boston and from there every road was built off of it like a branch like somebody would build a house over there okay now we need a road to connect to that main road and so that's why uh, over time boston just kind of built itself out so it's, it's almost like a tree with all the branches going out, and that's how Boston made their roads. And they're like, <laughs> it, it, it was hilarious because one guy was talking to the guy, the host of the show and saying, yeah, I, I don't pay attention to signs. I just kind of go whichever way I feel like going. And there's a police, Boston police officer behind him, and the guy goes, hey, do you know this guy does his own traffic signals? And the police officer just kind of shrugged. Eh, it happens. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, that would be the reason why we're like, you know, terrible drivers up here. Now, a lot of it is yeah, the aggressiveness of the drivers, but, you know, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. But, I mean, besides that, it's like you found out about how all the time zones came into place and why Indiana split in time zones, and there's a place called Forgottonia uh, in Indiana just because, or Illinois. Now, Illinois, because of just how the traffic didn't go through there, and they actually don't have a postal zip code anymore because <laughs> it's like there's really almost nobody that lives that way. It was hilarious. I mean, and I'm really enjoying the show, and it's kind of fun. So there's that, and then, of course, I mentioned earlier, my son said, Hey, Dad, Steam. There's a Steam sale. You should check it out. I'm like, uh. I'm like, okay, let's check it out, see what kind of games are out there. So the other day, for $13, I bought four games. Yeah, I've got bundles. I mean, (laughs) believe it or not, games that I haven't played ever, or I've seen people play them, but I haven't played them myself. So we got Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2. Because mm-hmm. we just love shooting zombies. That's like a number one awesome fun pastime. And then there's Portal and Portal Two. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so I mean, a couple of the kids, both of the boys, actually love just kind of those puzzle games with Portal. So they were having fun with it. Yeah, that reminds me. I I have Portal and Portal Two, mm. and uh, I finished Portal because that was yeah really short. But uh, oh yeah, Portal Two I have not played. But uh, while while you were talking about all those stories of Boston, I was like, oh my goodness, let, let me take a look at this map. Oh my goodness, what is wrong with all these streets? It's insane. <laughs> and then my city 
Worcester is just as bad. Yeah. Are, at 50 miles west. <laughs> are you looking forward to Fallout 4 being set in Boston? Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, I thought it was kind of cool with uh, The Last of Us, how it started. And, like, um, outside of Boston. Actually, like, the very start of the game is Boston, and then they have, like, a, a shelter outside of it. Mm-hmm. I think it was Newton that was in there. And then it was like, oh, okay. You know, from there they traveled out, you know, to try to go across country. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Anytime they kind of have reference like that, I mean, you got to be kind of excited. It's like, oh, I know that place. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like anytime a game has any kind of form of San Francisco in it, I, I'm i always really, really, really disappointed <laughs> with their representation oh. of San Francisco because it's not anywhere near accurate at all, ever, usually. So, What, isn't it just a Golden Gate Bridge and nothing else? <laughs> oh, and Alcatraz? Yeah, and, uh, you know... Um, you, you gotta have you have to work in Lombard Street with the uh, curvy section, of course. <laughs> okay. Which, uh, um, yeah, actually, you know, I've only been down the curvy section of Lombard once, but uh, that's only one very small section of Lombard. Lombard's actually a pretty long, big street. So, now how about Ghirardelli Chocolate? Oh yeah, the, I I know San. Is that Ghirardelli Square, right? Yeah, I, I know San okay. Francisco pretty darn well. And uh, I kind of miss being in San Francisco on a more daily basis, but, um, you know, things happen. So, but uh, anything else? Because I did I did watch uh, a movie. Um, actually, I watched okay. a couple movies. Uh, I finally saw Kingsman. That movie was... <laughs> it was... It was over the top. I mean, it was a lot of fun, though. Um good it wasn't uh i would still say in terms of action the born series hat is still the top of the of the pile for me in terms of action oh, okay because uh there wasn't really a car chase sequence other than at the very beginning of kingsman and it was just kind of crazy but yeah it was a good movie samuel l jackson hilarious in that movie i love i yep Sorry, real. I I still like I still like him. <laughs> and let's see what what else did I watch? Um, there was something else. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. But I did watch an anime called uh, Expelled from Paradise. Yep. That was it's a gorgeous animation. I mean, absolutely gorgeous animation. There is a lot of fan service, and if you are a fan of anime, you know what that means. Um, if you are not a fan of anime, that means there's lots of like shots of butts and breasts and you know <laughs> yeah uh there is a tiny bit of quote-unquote cartoon nudity in the near beginning but um it it wasn't uh distasteful i mean it was like a virtual representation so i mean it wasn't like quote-unquote nudity you, you know what i mean but it was a good it was a good story i i enjoyed it um it is on netflix so if you have a netflix subscription you can watch it and it had a pretty decent soundtrack, and it was a pretty cool premise. Uh, it was about um, how Earth was ravaged by, I can't remember exactly, what, I think it was like an alien force or something, or just some kind of organic disease, and mm-hmm. um, caused humanity to uh, flee their physical ties and uh, 
digitize their consciousnesses into a system and uh then th that was quote-unquote paradise and then there is this uh, agent who was well agents of this place sent out to stop this quote-unquote hacker who was uh well i don't want to give away the story but anyways it was real it was real an interesting premise and i enjoyed it it was very good mm -hmm. and um i also wanted to talk about my biggest surprise out of e3 other than the last guardian actually being somewhat real again Huh. And uh, then the Final Fantasy VII remake that we won't see for a couple years. But uh, For Honor by Ubisoft, absolutely amazing game. It looks amazing. Um, it's a. I'm trying to think of the game. Uh, there was like this uh, game back in the PS2 era, I think. Oh my goodness, the name is like right on the tip of my tongue. It was like kind of a almost realistic, without you know actually being realistic, sword fighting game. Uh, with like kind of realistic pairing systems and stuff like that where one hit like if you could get a if you could get a good slice on somebody you'd kill them in one hit oh okay oh god what was that game called it's driving me nuts yeah it looks amazing the graphic fidelity is um is amazing they they're doing a kind of like a three faction system it's a what is it 4v4 uh with lots of uh cannon fodder in between and you can play as knights, or Vikings, or samurai. I'm like, all right, samurai, I'm totally in. <laughs> right, exactly. Who doesn't want to be a samurai? Or, or Viking. I mean, that's damn cool too. Right. And knights. I mean, it's just oh, it it's so visceral. And I I just have to say, I've always wanted to hold a claymore by the blade and hit somebody with the hilt of a claymore. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> But it's so great at the same time. But yeah, it looks absolutely amazing. Have no idea when it's going to come out. Um, they are taking signups for beta access. Uh, who knows whenever that will come out. But um, yeah, it looks like an amazing game. Something to keep on your radar. I know I know. there's one listener out there, Torek, I'm talking about you, that's all over this game. Because that's... <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'll play as a Viking. <laughs> oh, probably. I just have that yeah. feeling. But uh, other than that, you know, E3 has been amazing this year, except for Nintendo <laughs> and Square. Oh, my goodness, Square, don't ever do a press conference ever again. You guys did not know what you were doing. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> that was such a terrible press conference. Wait, what happened? I mean, I didn't, I didn't catch everything. So. It looked like nobody had practiced their speeches and they had a teleprompter, and that became a crutch for virtually everything everybody that they brought out on stage it was ah yeah it and was, then you got the people who are reading it where you can tell they're reading yep yeah yep. if you're gonna do a teleprompter make sure that it's somewhere where it's not super obvious that they're reading from a teleprompter <laughs> but um yeah it i i don't know what to say nothing that square showed really excited me other than you know the final fantasy 7 remake i it's been a long time coming, and they're finally going to do mm -hmm. it. I, I don't know why Square has been so reluctant on it, but I guess I'm glad that they were because now, now we get a higher fidelity remake. You know? Yep. And I'm excited about that. But again, years away. You know, it's not going to be next year. That's for sure. Exactly. Eventually. But uh, what what was it? The 
Rise of the Tomb Raider. That game looks amazing. Unfortunately, yeah, that does. Fortunately, it's going to be uh, Xbox One exclusive. At what? least at least for holiday 2015. So it'll be a little while. Um, oh my goodness. I, I can't believe I didn't lead with this. The, uh, the expansion for Destiny. Absolutely amazing. When I saw that the Warlock is getting the ability to throw lightning, I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to also have a Warlock instead of just a Titan. <laughs> but yeah, oh, it's so good. So very good. <laughs> and I should have been Googling that one game that that I was talking about in terms of um, a sword fighting game. Yeah, right. Sword fighting game. I think I saw what you were talking about. My son thought it was kind of cool. But I'm like, I don't know. Knights and Dragons? Who cares? <laughs> Oh, no, Bushido um, Blade, of course. That's yeah, yeah. I think you know, like, yep. Oh, Bushido Blade. So it's oh, kind of okay. like in that vein. That's what it was. Yeah, I'm like right now, like some of the games, especially ones that aren't coming out anytime soon. I kind of take a mental note of, oh, you know, that's kind of cool, or that looks pretty good. I want to see more, and then, then I'll see if it actually captures my attention to say, oh, I know what it is. I want to go get that. Yeah. So, yeah. So a lot of those games are still such an early stage. Yeah. The one thing that I was most disappointed about E3, and oh my goodness, I'm dragging this section out way too long, but uh, I was holding out hope that Sony would be like, all right, we dropped the mic. Guess what, folks? We're dropping the price of the PS4. No, it didn't happen. I was like, oh, darn it. Oh, uh, I know. I want that too, because I'm, I'm looking to get one this year yeah. for Christmas. Uh, both boys have decided that's what they wanted. I was like, okay. We gave them a couple of different things to choose from, and then they just kind of said that. I was like, oh, great, because I'm like thinking to myself, now we can actually play four-player mm-hmm. Diablo 3, and I can, you know, we can also play uh, Star Wars Battlefront when that comes out, because that looks amazing. Sounds amazing, so, at least. It yeah. looks amazing. Oh, I mean, I've been watching the gameplay and stuff. Oof, looks really good. And It'll yep. be fun. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. So let me close out the show before we continue to talk about E3 for another hour and a half. Because this is not heroically soulstone or shattered random. I could have made a better combination of those words. But uh, you have been listening to episode 87 of your E3 slash Shattered Soulstone podcast. Wait, you're... Never mind. Of the Shattered Soulstone, your E3 slash <laughs> Diablo community... Wow. Wow. Good job, Nevik. <laughs> if you missed an episode... You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives over at ShatteredSoulStone.com. While there, why not join our community forums and talk with other listeners? Just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. If you want to join us in-game, join our in-game community aptly named Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to post up short missives on the community board and join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. This show is powered by you, the listener, and we really mean that. Send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love Twitter, so come and join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredZone. I'm at Nevik James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at TheDawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, I'm going to be figuring out how I can convince my wife that getting a PS4 right now is a good good investment. Hmm. Fresh heroes.
This podcast is copyright 2015 Dawn Forge Productions. Thank you for listening. Check us out at thedawnforge.com.